you're guaranteed death, prison, or recovery. I'm here to help make that decision for you. I gotta sober up. I'm not gonna keep doing this to myself. I love and respect myself today. It's not how much you drink or how often you drink. It's what alcohol does to you when you do drink. Find something that you love and do it. Don't be ashamed. Ask for help. You know, I was powerless and I was out of control. If all of your friends are doing the exact same thing that you're doing, the only way to get away from doing that, and I hate to say this, is to get rid of all your old friends. When I got sober, I didn't get sober for me because I didn't really feel like I deserved to be sober. I got sober for my kid. All right, welcome to episode number three of the Living Sober Up North podcast. Nate Verberkmos here. I am currently at about a year and a half sober myself. And uh, I, oh man, I tell you what, alcohol is uh, one of those things that's just everywhere, especially in northern Michigan. And I've, that's kind of the reason that I started this podcast was just because I noticed how much alcohol is influencing not only um, not only was it influencing my life, but it was influencing a broader spectrum, the public's life. Every event that we go to has alcohol. Every gas station's got a beer cooler in it now. There's you know it's just there's alcohol all over the darn place. So I, that was kind of the reason that I figured, hey, you know, how could I help others in some sort of way? Create a podcast, you know, let's make something that's going to be, you know, something that people can listen to if they're struggling with an addiction or alcohol addiction, whatever type of an addiction that you may be struggling from. Um, and uh, in the studio today at the New Leonard Media Studio, I do want to remind everybody too, gosh, if I'm, who am I if I'm not giving props to the people that are actually letting us do this? Um, Aberkey Productions is the, uh, the production company that is uh, uh, providing this podcast for you and uh, New Leonard Media. New Leonard Media Studio right here in Traverse City is uh, where we are recording it. A great place if you wanted to get any hip-hop or anything like that recorded. Hip-hop, rock, uh, gosh, country music, if you're a folk singer, I mean anything. You can come in here, sit down with Mr. Marcus. He has got all the tools to be able to make things happen for you and make you sound incredible too. Um, so uh, in the studio with me today is um, Kathy. Kathy, go ahead. This is yeah, Introduce yourself. Hi. How are you doing? Good, it's, good. It's nice to meet you, Kathy. And uh, I've, uh, I've actually, I've known Kathy. I've, I've seen her here and there throughout the world, but I didn't realize I was like when I when I was talking to her on on Facebook. You would you would send me a message on yes. Facebook, right? Yep. On the uh, Living Sober Up North podcast Facebook. Uh, right, page. right. I saw you're starting it out, and I um, kind of wanted to be a part of it. It's just um, important to for me to, you know, be part of the recovery community. I love that. I love, and you know, it's the uh, that's the th- that's the wonderful thing about it. It's like. You know, when I first started to get sober... It was like all of my sober friends that I used to have, you know, before I started using and whatnot, started to come back into my life. It was like that country song, you know, yeah. like it was I was playing it backwards or something, and yeah. bam, I got everything back, you yeah, know. So, yeah. um, it's a it, it is it's a it's a wonderful community that we have, especially here in Northern Michigan. There's a few of us here and there, and that's one of the difficult things about Northern Michigan is there's so much alcohol everywhere. Like I was saying, yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. it's a it's known for it for beer, wine, yep, tasting, yep. you know what are you going to do, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, wineries, breweries, yeah. We, you know, I mean, it's just, this is a, the alcohol capital of the world, it seems like. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to ask you, you know, now with this podcast, Kathy, um, what I do is I invite folks in here to sit down, tell us your, their story about their sobriety, their life, you know, what brought them up to this sure, point in yeah. life. And how do they stay sober? So if you could, you know, take the floor, tell me your story. Sure, where did you, sure. where did this so, all start from um, with you? 
well, when I was a wee baby. No. Um, <laughs> so basically, you know, my addiction and my alcoholism took off after I had my kids. And uh, I have three daughters and kind of was a typical mom at home, stay-at-home mom, doing all the things. Mm-hmm. And um, my alcoholism took my, kicked my ass, basically. Really? Yeah. So, yeah. So um, I was kind of the, the cliche, drink in the laundry room, hide your beverages kind really? of person. Yeah. No one really knew outside of the immediate people I was around. I can totally relate with that. I was like that, too. When, yeah. I, when I was drinking, it was... It's such a shameful feeling to it be is. Um, a, an active addiction because, you know, I... There's no like set thing. Like I wasn't drinking right in the morning. I wasn't drinking every day. I wasn't doing the things that I thought an alcoholic mm-hmm. did. I didn't live under a bridge. But you know what? My life was, you know, I was powerless and I was out of control. And uh, and I was affecting people around me that I loved. And it, it's pretty sucky, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. terrible. So I wish it was just as easy as coming into my 12-step meeting for the first time and getting sober. It didn't work that way for me. <laughs> so um, uh, it, took a, it took years. I went to a couple rehabs. And then I would get, you know, back at it. And, I, you know, I was pretty sick, you know, physically mm-hmm. and, and mentally. And so come to the point where I was getting a divorce and my children were done pretty much with their mother. Like as far as they loved me, but it was it was hard for them to watch, you know. Yeah, yeah. So May 23rd, 2012 is my sobriety date. Nice. Congratulations. Yeah, so clean, no drugs, alcohol, all that good stuff since then. But it's been a journey. Yeah, yeah. You know, but one of the things too is there is incredible power and there's incredible belief for me working a 12-step program. So I'm super fortunate that I keep coming back. Yeah. Is <laughs> yeah. that one of the things that's really been helping you through through yeah. everything? Yeah. So uh... the connection thing for me is is my asset. Like it's it's so important for me, and that um, to me is is the connection of people working a 12-step program, um, working with other people in sobriety that are trying to get sober. Right. I've had like eight women. I have a two-bedroom condo, and I've had eight women over these years since I've been sober that have stayed with me on and off trying nice. to get sober. Oh, so, so you've been uh, extending your own hand out yeah, there, like helping well, others. I mean, and, it sounds like I'm bragging or something. I don't know, but it's <laughs> like, you know, what you can do, you do. And, yeah. I, and, it's, and in what... The reality is it's helped me more than it probably helped them, but it's like I see it right in my face when I have someone. That's awesome. And um, it's... It's been a blessing for me and um, hopefully helped some other people out in the long run, too. Right. Now, what was it that brought you to sobriety? It was like, the, like a pivotal moment where it was um, just like, I got to quit this. Pretty much. It was my actually um, the day I quit drinking was a different day than my sobriety date because I did take a prescription pill that was not mine. I have to say it mm-hmm. was it was mine, but um, I shouldn't have took it. So I had to start over. And the thing with uh, the program of recovery is rigorous honesty. Mm-hmm. Like I can lie and scam and sneak and do all these things but right. um my the reality is i had to quit both things to stay yeah because somebody else might not know that you're lying but you know that you're I do. lying and, you know? and that's and, the thing right yeah, so yeah. it's pretty powerful but it was my the last day i drank was on my birthday and um my kids were with me and it was horrible yeah <laughs> <laughs> because my non-alcoholic beer on the table didn't work because i was actually drinking oh okay and yeah. so um my that was like i didn't have any legal troubles but i had a lot of physical, mental, and, uh, you know, basically my family's my life, mm-hmm. and they were pretty much done. 
Wow. Yeah, Promise. and it was my birthday. So, Vaughn, yeah, what a happy sign- birthday. That's, wow, it was my birthday, too, when I quit drinking last time. Oh, I, really? you, yeah, I had to run into the back of a car. But, you know, I did. Yeah. <laughs> I learned my lesson, you know. I mean, I remember waking up on the uh, on the jail floor and saying thank you. Like, yeah. the moment that I woke up that next day, I'm like, God, thank you yeah. that this finally happened, you know. Well, and, and then um, someone I know brought in a breathalyzer, and I was like busted and I knew it so I was like oh really so wait you were sitting there sipping on a non-alcoholic beer and then they bring in the breath a lot yeah. oh my gosh it was uh, oh. yeah it, well it was, that sounds pretty dramatic but yeah basically it was in, even worse than that but you so. gotta look back on it now and kind of laugh at well, it in a sense, you know I mean it, it no, was like no, one of those humbling what? moments there's so you know? many things like in sobriety that I've done now that um, are they're hilarious? But I mean, <laughs> that one was um, looking back. Yeah, like oh geez, oh peace. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. How on. am I going to get by this one? <laughs> yeah, it's like well, and then f- as soon as I knew, I was like, I don't, yeah, I'm freaking drinking, you know, whatever, right? You know, but um, but it, you know, it was the fact that it was like I didn't want to and I had to. Yeah, and that sucks. Yeah, and yeah. I, I guess what I want to share too is for me, my story is like everyone. I don't know everyone, but there's probably a lot of women out there. Because I know there is, um, mm-hmm. just from that, that probably feel really alone and are in a marriage or they're happily married or they're not happily married. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, they're in a situation where they drink when they don't want to. It's become an escape. And um, But there is help out there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You are not alone, man. So was that like, the, the what, did you have a friend that, that said, let's go to AA? Well, or? yeah, actually, no. I mean, I was suggested many times during mm-hmm. rehab that that's a part of the program but I was busy you know like I kept thinking to myself like how am I going to do that right how right. am I going to make that fit in my schedule yeah well eventually it will because you got some choices you got jails institution or death or sobriety yeah and um that's kind of the fact you know for me so yeah so I saw I walked into my last first my first last I guess <laughs> hopefully <laughs> right right right, right meeting and um uh one of the moms from my kids school was there okay and i knew her and she hugged me and we walked in and i never had to walk in um for the first time ever again since then that's a really cool experience though i mean to to know that there's somebody else right there too who's going through something very similar to what you are you know like for years like i kind of avoided her when i was out like drinking and stuff like that you know and stuff and i never really showed up anywhere drunk or any you know so it was just kind of a typical story but it wasn't typical to me it right. was you know yeah it was your story shameful you know? yeah 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 because yeah. it, it affects everybody in a in a different way you yeah, know i mean yeah i know the way that the way that i work myself is like i can look back and all these things and i feel a lot of shame yeah. uh you know i feel i feel horrible for many of the things that i've done but at the same time i can laugh at at a lot of it too right. you know i mean i do to come to grips with it because that's just the way my ADHD brain well, works. Well, me too. Hey, what else? No. So, um, yeah, so the reality, too, is that, um, like, I think a lot of us in recovery have kind of cockeyed sense of humor. You have to have a little jaded sense of humor, right. I think, because it's, right. it's, well, when someone tells a story and you're all like, yeah, uh-huh, whatever, <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's this tragic story and we're all like, yeah, been there, done that. You know, it's kind of, um, I don't know if it's funny, but it's like, you got to have, you got to take it with some kind of humor. Yeah, otherwise, just it's just a grain too of pain, salt. painful yeah. otherwise, you know? So almost eight years sober now. Yeah, yeah. Um, tell me, like, well, what, what has been like the number one thing? Like, I know eight 
AA has definitely been helping you, but there's got to be more too, you know? Like, yeah. I mean, because an addict is an addict. That's yes. kind of the way that it works, you know? So I mean? I've done some like um, big book study things mm-hmm. and some extra outside of like the meeting stuff is important, but there's also connections like um, and working with sponsees and going through the program and doing that. But also like the connection like we were talking about is like, Going out and doing fun things, sober, it's yeah. huge, you know. Like, so this, what is it? That so, you're like, what kinds of fun so things? So this week, next weekend, I'm going on a girls trip. Nice. We're going. Um, there's a bunch of us sober women that we're going on a girls getaway to Shanty Creek. My friend got a like a condo. We each pitch in a hundred bucks for the whole weekend with cool. food included. Cool. You know, so we make it. We made it affordable, and there's like twelve of us plus some people going for the day. So stuff like that. So nice. that's one thing. The other thing is going. We used to go out to dinner like every Wednesday with a group of us after. A meeting mm-hmm. but you know so as far as that it's just so important to like realize that my sobriety if I don't have it I don't have anything and I know right. that sounds so cliche but it's really true like I have a good job I have great people in my life uh-huh. you know and I've done all that sober so I mean I've lost a job sober I've been dating sober I've been you know like yeah. living yeah. a regular life yes. sober what yes. this is weird yeah. no and, yeah. I mean that's and one of the reasons I reached out to you too is I've had cancer twice sober yes tell me about that now how do you get that yeah I mean you've you've you're uh, congratulations on that too you yeah. know I mean to survive I mean recovering through cancer and everything like that yeah. that's just uh that's uh well a lot what of a us challenge. come in when we come in we're like if I had that I'd be drinking right you know what I mean right. like if I was going through that when you first come in, you're like, oh my God, how do you... And then you get to the point where drinking's never going to solve anything. Mm-hmm. But it's so... Yeah, so I had breast cancer five years ago and mm-hmm. had uh, surgeries, and then it came back. Wow, So no this kidding. year, yeah, so I've had major surgeries, major, you know, radiation, all that kind of stuff. And you know what? I didn't drink or use over it. So, wow, And then wow. my medications, you know, people do have to take pain medicine when you're sober sometimes, so you just regulate... The that and write it down and have someone watch it and I mean there's some things in place you know that, wow. ha- that for me I had to do that's a heck of a lot of willpower I'm amazed you know I mean I, I, I wonder too you know like I've come to these points in my life where I, I worry about things like other people dying one of, one of my when I first got sober um, this was back in 2014 I um, one of my biggest triggers that I knew was going to send me over the edge was loss yeah. like if I lost somebody else or if I lost my you know yeah. somebody in my family or anything like that that was going to be one of my big things and you know sure as it, sure as it could be I I lost my uh, my family you know mm-hmm. got, ended up getting a divorce I didn't, didn't realize that that was my higher power at the time and that was boom right off the bat I fell right back in and I tried I tried so hard I was like man I'm not I'm only going to drink you know yeah. a beer I'm going to I'm only going to drink on the weekends nope then it's beer every day yeah. and then it's alcohol and then it's you know a half gallon of vodka yeah. just right back to the way that I was and I think there's important to have a healthy fear in a way about that because I know now for myself like if I drink one I'm done mm-hmm. like yeah. I've have this in my brain and yep. I, but I'm afraid you know I don't know if I'm afraid but there ever will be a point where I'm just gonna cash in my chips and just say fine I'm right. gonna drink but right. you know what today has never happened that way yeah. and I, I mean I've had the, the urge to drink and I haven't and when um, you when you do have those urges you do have people that you can contact yeah you know, so you I have, have like a toolbox they call it or yeah. whatever I don't know so one of the things I do is I call somebody even though you don't want to you text somebody for me I have a really strong higher power a faith that I've had to like grow since I've been sober like it was 
I had a faith, but it was just limited. Mm-hmm. And okay. it, the cool thing is it's gotten so, so much bigger. Yeah, yeah. Like my higher power has gotten so much bigger. My friend's like, you can borrow mine. I'm like, oh my God, that's sacrilegious. <laughs> oh my God. You know, but the truth is, is like, you know, yeah, my God's really cool. Like yeah. she's like, you could be a, a speck in God's hand or something like that. And I goes, can I be a glitter speck? You know what I mean? Like spectacular. <laughs> right, but, um, right. No, but I feel I feel that. But I have to use all the tools sometimes. Yeah. Not yeah. just one. Yeah, that's a huge piece because I know that it's a tricky one because, you know, religion and spirituality sometimes are tied together. And I think they need to be separated. But yet I think some people find really strength in a religion. There is a fine line between yeah, them for sure. So yeah. it's not a judgment because I know I know for me, I can't speak for others, mm-hmm. that I had to grasp something bigger than myself. And that's kind of the way that everything works, too. It's how it works for you. You yeah. know, like that's kind of that, that is similar to myself. I mean, coming down, sitting here doing podcasts every Sunday night recording podcasts for the Living Sober podcast, you know, mm-hmm. throughout the week. I'm becoming a podcast addict now, yeah. you know? Well, <laughs> so. I know. It does happen sometimes, you know, like I've uh, not, well, we are, I, I am an addict, so I have to be careful of other sh- stuff. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> I understand. I mean, because I can, I can yeah. easily get hooked on something yeah. else. And so like thrift store shopping or hanging out, <laughs> that's another thing I do with my sober friends. Yeah, yeah so eBay, I got to keep my fingers yeah, away from eBay. Amazon, I, yeah. what's going on? I love my new packages but yeah i do have a budget and i have uh you know barely any cash for that so you right know, that right. limits it but it could you know these things are important to watch for when you're trying to stay sober yeah because you know? it's a slippery slope yeah. it's just like i mean that little bam man i want some more wow i want some more you know i and, love more yeah <laughs> i don't know what it is but today i want more of it yep, yeah yep. yeah so then the thing is too i mean like <clears throat> watching other people go through it like i've seen i saw someone else go through cancer so so I watched that, you know, and mm-hmm. I didn't think I would get it. But when I did, I'm like, someone did that and yeah. they did it. So, you know what I mean? So and also for me, it's like, OK, if it, this happened, da, 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 well, that isn't happening today. This is happening and I'm OK. Right. You know right. what I mean? It's like bringing yourself back to where you're at today. And another one of those cliche phrases, it's OK to not be OK. Yeah. You know, a good friend of mine, actually, Christina Chris from the band Kaleido down in uh, Detroit. Sweet. Uh, gosh, thank God my co-host isn't here for the other podcast. to would be making fun of the way that I just said Detroit. Um, <laughs> Detroit? But, <laughs> I'm actually, I'm from Flint originally. That's Oh, I'm are from. you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a Flint girl. Yeah. Uh, Christina Chris had a, a great song that she re- she recorded after she got sober. Um, it was called uh, It's Okay to Not Be Okay. Uh-huh. And uh, the whole song is just like, man, I was listening to it. I was like, wow, this resonates with me, yeah, you know? And, yeah. and to know that there's other musicians out there for myself i'm an ex-failed musician you know i i, I tried doing a, the band thing and all yeah. that stuff back in the day but to hear uh not not only just christina chris i've got uh friends out there now uh joe hafer from the band nagazi right here okay. um as well as uh these guys right here um uh, carlos carlos uh, vivero he's another sober guy you know Sweet. and they actually we're gonna have carlos and his uh wife um shannon they're both gonna come in here from alpina in a couple weeks awesome. to sit down and talk about their story about oh, how they cool, got cool. they yeah, got sober yeah, yeah. too so yeah yeah it's it's a very cool to see that there's i mean the, the community of sobriety is really a lot bigger than what we thought when we were drinking right because, we had no idea <laughs> no. like but nerds you know what i mean or yeah. what I, no, I don't even know not even i don't know what i thought i thought i just thought it was like 
not for me. I yeah. just thought it was the certain image that I had. I yep. didn't realize it's every kind of person there is, yeah. you know, has an opportunity, you know, to have a recovery in your life. But um, it's not, you know, it's not just all pink roses either, you know what right, I mean? Right. So it takes, uh, takes some effort and it takes time. And I'm really grateful that, you know, I have this opportunity to be here with you today because, yeah, I've done a lot of things sober that I thought, no way I would drink over. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, like, right, right. Like, even sounds stupid, but like dancing sober for the first time. Oh my gosh, or, I, I, I've never danced when I was drinking, so yeah, I wouldn't even no. know what that so would look like. That is, it, it actually, it's a blast too, you know. And then remembering stuff from a concert is like great too. Yeah, that's what I love yeah. is now that I go to like a concert yeah. or something and I get to watch the concert, you know, like yeah. and I see all these other people that are just having, you know, yeah, their drunkest time in the yeah. world, you know. But I get to remember yeah. every moment well, of that. And concert. the funny thing too is there's not as many people as wasted as you think like yeah. I thought everyone was drunk as that one lady acting like a fool you know what I mean <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Um, there's some people that aren't that are just doing the normal life thing and I'm like oh I didn't even know this happened yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's pretty cool yeah so. it's, a, it's a lot bigger than uh, what a lot of people think you know yeah. so well and thank you oh yeah. go ahead go no, ahead no, no, go no. ahead I, was I mean ask. I just to say the image of um, we discussed smash the image of what people think um, you know yeah. it's for you know help is out there for people too you know so I don't know I hope uh, I hope if you have a drinking problem or uh, anything you know you always no matter what it is you know there is help reach out absolutely absolutely you are that's, not alone that's one of the things that I always say not only on this podcast but my other podcasts if you or someone you love is uh, suffering from an addiction or anything like that and maybe you want to get off of that addiction or you want to help them get off of that addiction send me an email sideshow at softofthestraits.com and I will do whatever is in my power to help point you or your friends uh, in the right direction yeah same That's, with me I mean you know as far as any women and needing a outreach you're welcome to reach out to me too great great well thank you so much Kathy yeah, for coming in and for telling us your story yeah yeah, yeah it's uh, episode three right here everybody next episode is going to have the doctor's opinion yeah, we're, yeah well okay I'm not completely going Bill W on you on this you know but I'm saying <laughs> we're getting we're getting some word from the doctor uh, uh diana is going to be coming in here to sit down and chat with me about the uh you know the health the health risks and the health benefits uh you know i mean of of actively drinking and staying sober and things that you should be thinking about while you're staying sober um you know i mean there's all kinds of like there's there's health concerns that you have after you decide to quit drinking you know there's a lot of things that you do have to monitor and uh diana knows everything about this not only though and she knows like the psychology part about it you know that's what i really like about Diana. She is so cool. Um, thank you so much, Kathy. We, oh, my uh, pleasure. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I hope you enjoy this. I wish this. everyone the best of luck and um, I actually, um, congratulations and thanks for doing this, Nate. Thank you. Absolutely. Alright, well, you have a good one. Right. And uh, we will uh, see you guys all on episode four. It's coming up next. Next.